some women say. All right. Five, four, three, two, and uh, one. Welcome back, everybody. This is a brand new episode of For the Republic. Um, I'm Lewis. That's KD. What's up, man? What's going on, man? How are you? Doing all right. Um, this is not going to be, I mean, it should be a good episode. Kind of excited, but um, these are wow. not fun topics because we're going to keep talking about the I think we're going to call it, what, the Israel War? I think people want to call it the Israel War, not the Hamas attacks anymore, because, well, Israel is replying or responding to the attacks, which they should, um, Yeah. by first bombing Gaza. And I think they, they already started their first round of bombing um, this week. And now they're apparently considering uh, sending in the 2,000, I think they have, I think they've amassed 200,000 ground troops already. And I think they're considering sending them into Gaza, which is, um, for people that don't know, Gaza is a independent territory. It's not Israeli. It's not Israeli occupied either, which is like one of the misinformations that people have about um, the, oh, you know, Gaza is like Israeli. It's like, no, it's uh, it's, it's Palestinian. It's under the Palestinian Authority. Is it is it also the same with the West Bank? No, the West Bank is um, different. How so? It's on the other side. The West Bank is on the west. Uh, okay. Well, not even the west. It's like where... Um, like on the north side of... Uh, yeah, so... well, I guess you could say it's technically the... It's like there's this land... It's landlocked. So Gaza's on the coast. Gaza is a coastal city. Yeah, it is. So yeah. the border is Lebanon. Right. Um. Jerusalem is is on the uh, let's just say the east of that of that like block of where they are west bank is that so that's um right which has been the biggest it's like kind of the biggest one of the bigger controversies and then there's the gaza strip which is that land surrounding gaza mm-hmm. um but you know israel gave away the the gaza strip and everything um why why did they do that why what was on their mind yeah when they did that yeah well, I mean, when they went in, they sort of already had, like, they, they've already decided, you know, there were already borders set. And when, you know, the Yom Kippur War and other things, they kind of, like, you know, just say, hey, these are our borders. They drew them up. And Israel has been, and that's one critique I have of Israel, that they um, they send, they let people for their own people just get into the, get out of these set borders and then pretty much, like, invade what is, like, quote-unquote Palestinian areas. And set just settle there. They just build up like homes and shops and communities. And then the soldiers, the Israeli soldiers, the IDF protects them against the Palestinians. The Palestinians can't do anything about it because if they do, they'll get harassed by the um, Israelis. And that's not a good thing. That that obviously isn't a good thing. I don't support that. I, that's what I've always said. But Republicans for a long time haven't been able to say that. I think only Trump's been able, one able to say that. I think Trump at right. one point said like, hey, they shouldn't be doing stuff like that. And I think they, you know, stopped. Um, and I think they didn't, right, like right. That. I don't think they liked it either because for most part, you know, Democrats, like you've seen the, the now and Republicans have been like blindly supporting Israel no matter what. And I get it. It's like at the, the big picture, yes, they should. But, um, when those things happen, when there's like a blind, like, like blind support, you know, it was like, if you blindly support someone or you blindly love someone, they, you just ignore the bad things that happen. Right. So right. It's, right. it's like, we're going to, 
they have to blindly support it. Like they're in there. And Israel's not even a creation of us. Like they like to say it's like, well, the United like we didn't make Israel. Like the British did, not us. They asked us about it. It's like, oh, yeah, but um they did that. I think I think the fact to get over the fact that most of Europe um ignored the Jewish people when um before the Holocaust um was noticed. Because that's kind of the historical background to what eventually led them down there. When did um you you probably won't notice, but when did America decide that they want to take interest in Israel more? Like when like when did they decide that they want to be more involved? With I Israel? think if I don't know, but I think it may be the Yom Kippur War sparked that interest because obviously it was Arab versus Israel. Israel, the Israelis were obviously pro capitalism, and the Palestinians were always supported by this faction of um of sort of socialists because they lean left most of the time. Most of them lean left, even though they're right. very social conservatives. Right. So that's always been the, um, the dichotomy there. Um, but I, would think, I, I think the cold war sparked their interest in the fact that, Hey, we need a, 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 an ally in this area that's on our side. And I think it, Israel's on their side because they have to be, they want the money and they want the weapons. I think Israel's the only one. Uh, besides uh, places like Jordan and Syria, yeah, but Jordan and Syria, Syria first of all, Syria's not on our side. Syria's never been like one. Syria, oh no, no, yeah, Jordan, no, no, no. Jordan is on our side, but only for like not for this because they're the ones not really supporting Israel. They don't like they don't really like they're Arab and Muslim, so they don't like Israel. So they that's that's the that's why people don't get the conflict. It's like, well, aren't they our ally? Yes, but like it's not black and white. It's not easy. Yeah. Like there's other right. factors it's, that go into it. There's still some complicated stuff in there, yeah. Yeah. So Right. Um So I guess we're gonna talk a little bit about like what, what do we expect's gonna happen um in the aftermath of this because there's already been, you know, Joe Biden was in Israel this week and he made a bunch of comments as he usually does, you know, fucking things up. He took a picture with the soldiers, the the special forces soldiers that were supposed to uh or are going to rescue the hostages. And then, Did he sniff any of them? Well, he the, the his team took a photo of them, put it on Instagram for the world to see, and didn't and didn't blur their faces, so they just got doxxed. Huh. <laughs> they just doxxed our special forces that are supposed to go. Oh, I see, people. I see, oh. right, right. Uh, and they did, then they deleted and said, "Oh yeah, we didn't realize it was a mistake." It's like how, like how did you not realize that's a mistake? Yeah, the U.S. just talks they were blurred already. in Gaza. Wow, yeah, I see it. And we already have, we've sent two uh, aircraft cruisers, the most powerful aircraft cruiser known to man, which is the USS Gerald Ford. I think on top of it, it has about 150 fighter jets mm-hmm. sitting on it. And as of three hours, it the Pentagon reports that it knocked down three missiles coming from Yemen that were on its way to Israel, according to them. That's live, three hours ago. Um, mm-hmm. So shit's going to hit the fan. Um, I think one one caveat, one thing, you, one disclaimer any, everybody has to know is that anybody who says they can predict Middle Eastern events, political events, or any anything happening in the Middle East is lying to you. They just can't. It just won't happen. But my bet is... Uh, obviously, it's like the question: Are we going into World War Three at this point? That's the Most question. Likely. Yeah, 
I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the other side. I don't I don't think I don't think over this. I think this is gonna die down eventually. Think I think so. yeah, I really think so because the Israel and Lebanon have been shooting have been shooting shots at each other this week, uh today and yesterday across the border. Because Oh, of okay. the border and so but they're only but remember that's because Lebanon is effectively run by Hezbollah. And Yemen is in Hezbollah. I mean, uh, Hezbollah is in Yemen, and it's in all the other countries, and it's in it's probably in Palestine too, but it's mainly in uh, Beirut, which is Lebanon, and also um, and in Yemen. So those are the I mean, those are the main players. Those are the main players. Now, the Egyptians and the Israelis have already have just agreed on a deal to get humanitarian aid into Gaza and into the surrounding areas. But Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt aren't taking refugees, which is another thing we're going to discuss. The question Yes. is refugees, because why? Anyways, but we'll get into that a little later. But um, there are three. They're like, these are the main players. It's Israel. It's the Palestinians, which are just Hamas, because the Palestinians, like, you know, that's we'll, t we'll get into that thing. But uh, and then there's Hezbollah, which is Iran. And those are those three. And everyone else is just sitting outside waiting for shit to hit the fan. So Gaza's already Gaza's already going is being bombarded by Israel. They're sending letters in saying, "Hey guys, you guys need to evacuate out of here before we send in ground troops because we're going to soon." I think they're saying like forty Mm -hmm. hours or something like that, and I think they're gonna start. They're gonna keep bombing shit. Um, Israel is bad. Is is not is like Israel is getting pummeled on both fronts. So not only like did they get this happen, but the world, the the left, the left. socialist movement of the world has united against them again saying that how dare they bomb a hospital and then we find out well i we don't know if they actually bombed the hospital yes there's no reports out there and i'm not saying that they didn't or they did i'm just saying that you don't know that i'm throwing it back yeah, out it's, it's it's crazy yeah right, right right no it's it's crazy how the media is trying to um put this out i think uh, cnn put out that um israel bombed uh, gaza hospital killed 500 people but then there was another news saying that allegedly like it was like a, a maybe israel was involved in it when But we just don't know what's going on because they're not telling us the truth. Um, I don't think you know, anybody I think knows what's going on. That's the no, thing. exactly, Like, they're exactly. not going to tell you. I don't think it's It's the truth. I think nobody knows. it's the same with Ukraine and Russia. Like nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, nobody You know, knows. um, Nobody's getting in there. I, yeah, I yeah, was exactly. listening to Yeah. people. I was listening to people like journalists talking about this, and apparently, if you're a journalist and you want to get into uh, Palestine through like the the Egyptian border. or through the Lebanese border, which is like the main one, it's almost impossible. Mm -hmm. That's All right. what I was hearing. It's almost impossible. They don't really have respect for the press like they do in Israel. Israel lets you get in and let you go anywhere. But they were saying that, you know, you can get into Israel and go anywhere you want, even if you want to cross into Palestine. But they do warn you several times, like, hey, maybe you shouldn't go there. Maybe you shouldn't go there. You probably shouldn't go there. But they'll let you go if you want to. But apparently it's Right. different for the Palestinians. They don't like letting any journalists through. That's just them, and and that's the that's how they that's how these countries have always been in that region. They don't like the press. They don't Yeah, like it's, that the it's lead. yeah, it's it's really confusing, and a lot of people like to jump to a conclusion. You know, I, I have some friends that that are pro Palestine. They just jump right into it. Oh, Israel killed this many people in hospital. I am so furious. Well, how about you learn both sides of the aisle and see what's going on? Just don't listen to what the media is telling you.
We don't know if they're telling us. They're not even telling us everything. That that's that's the main thing. Right. That really is. Right. No, I mean those people. They, they, we'll get into those because that's uh, that's what I also want to talk about the support of um the support and the criticism and you know both sides that are um yeah but right. um you know it's it's going to be difficult because we're not going to get any information until after things happen. So, so in terms of like world war three, again, like most of us, you know, know, I think on both of us know this. It's like, if Donald Trump was president, would this have happened? I don't think so. The information I've seen today is that this attack committed by Hamas was, was planned for, was planned for over a year. This is what I've heard, that they've been planning for this, that they've been planning to do this exact same thing. What I find shocking is that there was like no fault. There was like no, no plan afterwards. It's like, okay, you guys did this. Okay. What, what, like, let's just assume this plan goes well. Cause I'm sure somebody was like, all right. I'm sure when they when Hamas was planning this, some dude wearing a hijab was like, Hey, I don't think this plan is going to work. And then some other dude smoking hookah on a pipe was like, no, I want to do this. And, and some, some other dude was like, hey, guys, assalamu alaikum. What if, what if this plan works? What do we do afterwards? And then the other guy right. was like, hey, let's get this done. We'll figure it out later. And then later it happened. And I, there's nothing like, what was the plan? Like, did they think Israel was going to collapse off this? Which was pretty bad, but like. I mean, this is like a, a, an established republic, democratic republic in the Middle East. It's like, I don't think it's going to collapse just because some um, dudes were just screaming Allah Akbar and killing people in the streets. I yeah, it's not going to collapse that easily. No. So, yeah. And how did you not know they were going to reply? But then they, they banked on the fact, somebody there, because they're clever, they're not stupid. They're clever. Somebody probably banked and said, those stupid kids in like you know New Jersey that are Arab and wish they were Palestinians are going to support us on Twitter and Instagram. So we're going to get all the the minds of the world are going to agree with us, and they were right. A bunch of stupid kids that you know don't contribute anything positive to society are siding on Israel, uh, siding against Israel because they want to be you know Muslim or they you know they like the fact that they're Arab, or you know they just have hatred for Jews because they do and Muslims do and Arabs do and always have. Uh, now they're just on their side. So I think I feel like Hamas probably knew that. I mean, it would be it would they would. I doubt. I don't think they're stupid enough to to not know the fact that they have thousands of people in places like London, New York, Minneapolis. You know, at, at in in Boston and California, who are on their side, and right. have gone to the streets, shouting stupid stuff like "Free Palestine" as if. This was like, like free them from what? From Hamas? Yeah, you're or, right. Or, or Allah Akbar. So like, scream. Free them from like free like free Palestine from who? Hamas? I agree, but you guys don't want to do that. No, they like that's. I would agree with that. But so that's one thing. But in terms of like the military, like overall military uh, points, um, <clears throat> I I don't think I don't think that Hezbollah wants another war with Israel coming from Lebanon because Israel has the capacity to destroy Beirut. It's it it almost did it before. And in fact, in 2006 when Israel went to war with the Hezbollah in Lebanon, 
the Lebanese economy has not recovered since. In fact, it's still bad because of that war. And there were people in there who, who, you know, economic ministers, finance ministers, who were saying things like, we should never redo what we did in 2006 because we're still paying the consequences for that. That's right. Lebanon is like literally like another flooding away from being a failed state. That's just how it is. And I don't know because Hezbollah is run by Iran at the end of the day. End of story. That's just how it is. No, anybody can say, oh, but you know, because every time you mention that and say, hey, these are terrorist groups and they're backed by a a terror state, a, a terror state theocracy, which is, you know, kind of, you know, fascist, which is Iran. Everybody who supports Hamas in Palestine just flipped, flipped back to the thing of, but free Palestine, though. It's like, yeah, but this isn't like, you don't know anything. I, and that's what, Yeah, there's more yeah. to it instead of just screaming out free Palestine. Exactly. And so I don't think, and the people that fund Iran are Russia, mainly Russia, and China a little bit, but it's mainly Russia. I don't think they're going to be willing, now that they see that there's two uh, U.S. U.S. Navy uh, aircraft carriers loaded and locked, ready to go. Just and they and the pen and I'm going to give Biden credit here. They they are playing this kind of well, except the fact that when every time he opens his mouth, he just ruins it. You give Biden credit because wow, the first. I'll give him credit. I mean, <laughs> he's been until today. He was pretty like locked in with Israel. I mean, he's he. I wish he had come out and said. I mean, this is the thing. I'll support. I'll, I'll give. I'm not supporting Biden. I mean, I won't vote for the guy. He's done a lot of shit badly. But if we get into a war, that's the guy at the top. This isn't like Israel, where they have a council of three. This isn't you know the, the other countries where they have war councils where it's all decided by a committee. No, the commander in chief decides what the fuck he wants to do. Yeah. Congress declares the war, obviously, but at the end of the day, end of story, he runs the, the show if there's a war. And so you're going to need him to be, you know, somewhat okay. Like, Joe, those are Arabs over there. Be racist again. You don't like them. So stick the dogs on them. And so he's kind of doing that right now. I mean, he's they sent two warships there. Gerald, The Gerald Ford is the premier uh, aircraft carrier in the world. It's better than anything the Chinese have ever thought of making in their wettest dreams. And... And and it's there and it's and it's locked and loaded and it's and they've already communicated to everybody there. Hey, if shit hits the fan, we're here, and we have a ground and we have ground troops for a mast of two thousand, which isn't a lot, but for the area it is. Special two thousand mm-hmm. ground troops of special forces being amassed and sent over there is pretty significant if for Hezbollah. Right. So they're yeah. probably they're probably trying to hedge, and I think that's why they're sending their the the Lebanese. The Hezbollah through Lebanon are like sending air missiles because I don't think they want a repeat of Grand Forces. So they're but they're trying to make this illusion of that Israel's going to have a fight have to fight a war on multiple fronts. So Gaza, missiles coming in from Yemen that have been knocked down by the Ford, and then Leban Lebanon, the Lebanese Israel border. Though that's these are these fronts that they're trying to create. So Israel's like, oh, we can't focus. We can't do it right. But I don't think they realize that Israel is very well stocked and could bomb the shit out of Beirut if it wanted to, like right now, because it's done it before and it can do it again. 
I just don't know if it's going to do it. Yeah, I don't think so. Unless it's provoked. Which it is I mean, provoked. Thinking about it now, because you mentioned Russia, and um, I, the reason why I say most likely when it comes to World War Three is because I'm afraid that China might get might get involved. But if China did get involved, how does that benefit them? That's what I'm actually thinking. Because I don't think it'll benefit them. I, I don't think it'll benefit them a lot if they decide to join in in the war. You know. I think most likely Iran's going to go ahead and... There's this There's this complicated part of it. Why would it get involved? I mean, China yeah. and Russia, for a long time, not only are they... I mean, China hates all religions, but Russia has a history of being anti-Semitic. It just does. So does Ukraine. So oh, yeah. it's kind of funny the right. fact that Zelensky wanted to go so that people didn't forget who he was. And then... But they also have this massive anti-Muslim sentiment. They don't like Muslims either. So China, I don't see oh, oh, yeah. jumping oh. in. And saying we're going to save, China's pretty much just said, "Hey, we don't support Israel's flat-out bombing of of Gaza." And it's, but it's generally only saying that because the U.S. is involved, which people don't get. When when Iran and Saudi Arabia were engaged in a proxy war in in Yemen, and they still are today, where three and a half million Yemeni Yemeni people have died, and nobody who says who's screaming free Palestine is mentioning it because they don't know anything. And your friends who talk about, oh, the Arabs and the Israelis, is Israel responsible for 3.5? Because that's Hamas's best friend and daddy, Hezbollah, is responsible for that. Three, three and a half million Yemeni people who are Arab and Muslim are dead. And it's not Israel's fault. It's your fault. It's literally your own people's fault. This is like black on black crime, literally. Literally, yeah, and it and, and it really irritates me every time they post shit like this. It's like, dude, and you guys need to learn more. Honestly, they don't know anything. So, so that's the other thing. And you kind of, I, I don't, I don't think that I don't think China is getting getting is going to get involved to answer your question. I don't think so because I don't think it sees itself. And I think they benefit from this as a whole if U.S. and they wrote an article. Whenever you want to know what China's thinking, go read the the um, I think it's called the South China. Um, post or something like that. I have to think here. I'll I'll I'll, I'll find it. Um, South China it? Morning Post. Yeah, the South China Morning Post. Any, anytime you want to like know whatever the hell they're thinking, just go to right. South uh, China Morning Post. And they had an article on there that a headline that said, "The U.S. have sent are going to use military force," and that they're saying that because obviously they sent it two huge ass uh, aircraft carriers. Um, they're saying if diplomacy fails, they're going to use vi violent force. It's like, well, I mean, they said that themselves, so this article is irrelevant. But that's, I think, what the Chinese are playing that card of we're going to be the diplomats here. We're going to want a ceasefire, ceasefire, ceasefire to make yeah, it I think, for the cool. Yeah, I think they're saying that. Yeah. So I don't think they, I don't think they're looking to get involved. And I don't think it would benefit them. I mean, what are they going to get from this? points i mean yeah that's what, I'm, that's what i'm saying like wait i don't think it's gonna they're killing muslims as we speak you think they're gonna you think the, I, mean, I mean i could see the palestinians liking them because they're all stupid but i mean it doesn't it doesn't benefit it doesn't make sense for anybody i mean i like india's approach here where nobody's even heard what the hell they're saying they're not even they're, I, I bet they've said something but nobody's heard of it no i it's mean all... i've seen some pro israel rallies but i've so uh... I yeah, but, common stuff. but none of the government's saying anything harsh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, red yeah lines. So a year after this, nobody's going to involve India in this. And so they're smart. They're saying, 
we are going to make uh, call centers and that's it, okay? That's all. That's literally their line right now. They're like, oh, we're only focused on business. We're not getting into this. We're Hindus. We're peaceful. I mean, that's a lie. But, you know, we're just Hindus here, you know. Right. <laughs> all right. We but... want to make sure that we get to the moon again. We're going to get to the moon, okay? We're on the moon. Hello, guys. We're here on the moon. There's literally like a war in Israel. And these guys are just screaming at us from the moon. We're on the moon, guys. Hello. <laughs> and, um, but you had a question. Uh, you were going to say something before. Um, before what? I interrupted you to answer the China question. You were going to say something? Oh, I forgot. I, I don't remember. Okay, yeah. But I think we, we've covered enough about the... um about the fallout of potentially what might happen if there's going to be World War Three, I don't think so. I mean, no. Biden, I mean, I'm going to get into like the political things. I mean, Biden is already requesting about like, I think a hundred billion in aid, not just for Israel. You know, he hasn't forgotten his, his main bitch, no, Ukraine. No, exactly. Yeah. He said, <laughs> I want a hundred billion dollars in aid. And that's why we need a speaker. Guess what? That's not going to happen. Even if we get the speaker, I don't think Jim Jordan. Now I would be shocked. <laughs> I would be, I would be shocked. If Jim Jordan approved or even sent the vote to the floor for a hundred million dollars, a hundred billion dollars for uh, not only Israel aid but Ukraine, shocked. Uh, that would be shocked, insane, right? Now, I can see it being forced to go to the vote to the floor, and he has he can't stop it because the Senate has already approved it or written something up and says they're going to approve it and sends it to the House and the moderate Republicans are going to vote for it because they've been voting for Ukraine aid anyways. And so I feel I can see that happening, even if he's... But, but even if they approve it, can he stall it? Yeah, he can stall it. But it's but once it's done by... Once the Senate says, yeah, we're going to... We're greenlighting it. And once the president says, yeah, I'm signing it, it's done. So he could stall it. But, you know, I think I think that would... I think that's going to backfire. I think he's just going to get over overruled on this. Um, but I just don't fun. see it happening. And, and again, like... Don't they already like what's the what is the aid for? Nobody ever talks about the aid. Like I want to know what is the aid. No one knows. Nah. Like I hear nobody the money, would. but yeah, nobody I mean, knows how's it being spent. It. Like who's spending the who's getting this? Is this like a a direct deposit? Is this like a credit card? Who's getting through, the credit card through Cash App? Yeah, like and who's getting it? Like what is it being spent on? Right. Because I feel like these are just at this point, we're not even just handing aid; we're just donating money. Yeah, we're just donating as if, like, we got that much of money. Yeah, as if we don't have to pay it off. Yeah, it's so, really that insane. Yeah. So, um, I'm, let's just jump into the, um, because I think, I think what you were going to talk about is how you hate that some kids are, like, supporting, um, um, Palestine. And I think we're going to get into that because I think um, here we're going to we'll just start with the states because I think that's what uh, matters. You know, we talked about the protests in London and all that stuff. It's all related. Um, Biden said some of the stupidest shit I heard in my life um, today when he literally went to, in Israel. He just said, you know, oh, yeah, um, we're not we're not we're we don't support Hamas and the most radical um, uh, elements in Hamas. And then I was like. What the fuck does that even mean? Right. What do you mean the most radical elements of Hamas? They're all radical. Their like mission, group mission or charter, literally says to end the existence of Israel as a state. Like, 
like what do you think that like what do you mean radical this was these like what I mean, it's actually crazy that he's, he's playing both sides right now yeah it and that i think yeah that's that that's a that's i think i think i would agree with he is playing both sides because because he's also isn't he also sending millions of dollars to um was it palestine or hamas for like um was it emergency aid something like that well that's palestine the palestine, that's palestine? Authority, which is run by hamas but they don't want to admit it though yeah that's what no, i'm saying like hamas, so, what is it <laughs> yeah it's 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 called the palestinian authority it's run by um uh, Mohammed Abbas, who's this old guy who's been there since like 2003, 2005, something like that. And he's always used like Hamas as a shield as to why he doesn't like do peace deals or anything or like wants to sit down and discuss because either he's a puppet or he's, you know, part of the ring, he's one of the ringmasters. Uh, I would say puppet, but um, in a good puppet at that. Um, yeah, but Biden, it's like, why would you say the most radical, like, what do you mean by most radical elements? elements? And that's why I said, like, every time I, I sort of agree, like, yeah, it's good that he want, brought that airship, that, uh, you know, aircraft carrier there. But then he says something stupid like this, like, oh, you know, the most radical elements of Hamas. It's like, no, no, Hamas is radical. They're a terrorist organization. Like, these are people that smuggled, these, these are groups that smuggle weapons and drugs and human trafficking, or engaged in human trafficking when they're not trying to get rid of Israel, trying to, like, eliminate Israelites off the, like, face of the planet. Like, that's what they do. That's why they're friends with Hezbollah. And you kind of want to question why aren't they funding money to hospitals and education when they put like literal weapons inside the school buildings and hospital buildings? So it doesn't, yeah, it just, it's just dumb. I, I do want to point out like uh, what's in the $100 billion uh, package. Okay. So far, just $10 billion go to Israel, $60 billion to Ukraine, and the remainder be divided between Taiwan and boosting security at the southern border of the United States. <gasps> That's racist. That's racist for to do that. What is he I'm doing? I'm sure because they just he found can't... out that that they just caught a bunch of a bunch of Hamas and Hezbollah fighters at the southern border, and that's only a little bit of them this week. But they're humans. They have the right to come here and live peacefully and find jobs. Why are they boosting the security at the southern border? <sighs> because they're racist. I told you they were racist. God, white people, man. Fuck. Jeez. It's disappointing. Um, but yeah, that's that's what it is so far. But uh, most likely, it's probably not going to pass. No, and and so. they're gonna, and then eventually they're gonna send. You know, even without a bill, they're just gonna say, "Oh yeah, there was an accounting error, and we're sending forty four billion dollars in, in a mistake." But even even though that was a mistake, we're not getting it back. It's like, all right, so like what? Yeah, well, that's why I just want to mention. Um, yeah. what what was um, what did Rashid said? Uh, is that her name? Yeah, what did she say that got people to go inside the uh, U.S. Capitol? I don't know if you've looked up on that lately. I saw the mess, but I didn't really look into what they were saying because I've kind of been like tired of listening to them at this point. Um, let's see what she said. Oh yeah, she I'm said some shit about. Yeah, I'm trying to. Oh. I'm trying to see. I think she just said that you know, um, Israel caused the hospital, um, a blast and stuff, and and you know, um. So it seems here, I'm reading a report right here that says, U.S. intelligence shows that Islamic Jihad rocket misfired on Gaza hospital, but Tlaib still blames Israel. Like, really, come on. So it looks like it may, the CNN is reporting that what we, that we know, 
is that potentially Israel has laid out evidence that shows a misfire by militant group Islamic Jihad caused the blast and U.S. President Joe Biden backed the explanation citing U.S. intelligence. A spokesperson for the National Security Council later said that analysis of overhead imagery intercepts and open source information suggested that Israel is not responsible. Palestinian officials and several Arab leaders nevertheless accused Israel of hitting the hospital amid its ongoing strikes in Gaza. The Islamic Jihad, a rival group to Hamas, that's just bullshit, they're both both buddies, has (laughs) denied responsibilities. (laughs) All right, so there was a hospital, there was a missile, you know, okay. Well, why are people even still in Gaza? Yeah, nobody why wants to the question. Yeah, nobody wants to question like, that. Why are they there? Like, they gave you literally like two days to get the fuck out of there. You should be more pissed at Egypt, Lebanon, Jordan for saying, yeah, we don't want you here. Isn't that crazy? The people that support your right to have a government are literally saying that we don't want you in our country. Literally saying, we don't want them in our country. But we support you. Yeah, we were with you. We're down, but you can't be with us. Not because, oh, we don't have space. We just don't want you here. Like, those must be some amazing people. Yeah. Those must be like the best free fighters of all time, freedom fighters or something. Because I, I, I guess it's not racist for them to do that. No, it's not racist. But that tells you a lot about the Palestinian people. Your buddies, the Arabs who support you and scream free Palestine, don't want you. Yeah, I think I think when it comes to Jordan, uh, they probably do have a, a large amount of pop a Palestinian population. No, they don't. They don't. They don't want them. People need to get that in their head. Those countries don't want them. Egypt definitely don't want them. They don't want them. Jordan doesn't want them. Lebanon doesn't want them. They don't want them. That should tell them that if if you're if you're going if you're listening to somebody drool about uh you know uh hamas and free palestine and that bullshit you should tell them if if they, like why isn't why aren't the countries around them accepting the refugees why aren't they and why are they why do they want to go to the countries they criticize so much like the united yeah, states exactly or the united states or europe who's already said the french have pretty much said that yeah we're not going to take people because i think they're realizing that yeah it's they're they're sending sleeper cells hamas Hezbollah, this new Islamic Jihad DJ group. That's really what it sounds like. It sounds like a like a DJ group. Islamic Jihad. Oh yeah, yeah. Real creative. Jordan, okay, so Jordan don't Jordan don't want it anymore. But like, um, this was the Middle East uh, War, nineteen sixty seven. Because like three hundred thousand Palestinians fled to Jordan, so I think that's why they just don't want any more at all. Because they already have like a large population of them. In nineteen sixty seven. Yeah, Middle East War. Yeah, that was a long ass time ago. Forget yeah. about it. That was literally like 60, 60 years ago. You can take some more people, bitch. Well, he said, no, I said, fuck that. No, we don't want any more. Yeah. Guess <laughs> how, yeah. That must mean that those there, those 300 that came there must be amazing. But uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're also afraid that Hamas might inf- infiltrate the military as well. Oh, wow. Who would have. Unless it's being run before? by as one. Who do you think said that before? You, me, and every conservative in America literally said that. I mean, I don't think I think people in retrospect are going to realize that that tra- that travel ban that Trump did against the the eight you know terror sponsor nations, Palestine, the Iran, Yemen, all those that was some of the best. That is amazing policy. It is amazing policy, which I haven't heard any Republican talk about. But he was the one who said it on the campaign trail. 
he was the one who said it without even like being told that oh bush is saying no he was like i'm gonna ban radical muslims from america because they're bringing their they're bring their terrorists and i'm all for 100 percent. call me racist you guys can suck my nuts yeah this is what happens they said look at i mean paris isn't even french anymore london is isn't, isn't even english anymore nope it's arab it's muslim it's disgusting <laughs> it's disgusting <laughs> they're going to the places they hate that they called infidels and they're conquering them and then and then they're still ripping off those i mean if i was those people i'd say you guys are supporting palestine get the fuck out go back to palestine i would round up every palestinian i definitely would i'd say you're gonna go back you love it there so much you want to free it go free it you say oh, great and the cringiest one the one thing that's so cringe is a bunch of signs saying queers for palestine like, oh my cows god man <laughs> right cows for mcdonald dogs for china it's like you guys you guys are lucky you have the audacity to speak like that in america but if you if you go speak like that in in Palestine, go. Don't they know that Israel is like one of the gayest countries on earth? Israel is like literally one they, of the. They gayest probably don't know countries that. that are, some of them do because I've seen some of them post shit. I've seen some like post on IG. It's like it's yeah. so complicated because Israel's for queers, but Palestine should be free. It's like free to do what? Free to kill you because they don't they don't want you on the planet. You think they're just going for the Israelites? They're not going for the Israelis. They're going after you too, bitch. You queer motherfucker. They're gonna kill you, bitch. It's like who like then this is the part where intersectionality have you ever heard of interse- uh, intersectionality? Intersectionism? Intersection? So yes. it's effectively like it's this theory that's propagated by the socialists and progressives that oppressed groups eventually meet in a common and for a common cause against oppression. So oh, yeah. and their view is the gays are an oppressed group, the Palestinians are an oppressed group, the blacks are an oppressed group, and they're now intersecting into one point, which is against a common oppressor. Even though those groups despise one another to the point where Arabs are oppressing gays. Blacks and Arabs have a problem. Muslims and every and everybody else have a problem. That's where that fallacy. Remember what I told you? It's like it's funny because the 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 wannabe Africans in America, which is like black people nowadays, mm-hmm. don't they realize that the middle that the Arabs were enslaving them long before the white person, the white man, ever did? No, they don't know that. And still do that to this day on the continent of Africa, that. which they love so much but couldn't name ten countries on it and where they are exactly. Yeah. They don't know that. They don't know the fact that Libya today, which is an African country, an Arab, is a modern-day slave state. Modern they, can't day even, slave they can't even read fifth-grade books, so they don't they know can't, that. They can't read over <laughs> a fifth-grade level, which is like the same. I mean, they, that, that's what they have in common with Africans. And so that's where that, that, that that's one that's one example of, of this, like this little theory of intersection intersectionality just failing. Like they, they, they don't, they're not, they oppress each other too, bud. They're not friends. They can't be. It doesn't make sense for them to. No. But because of this ideological war against Israel, where they portray Israel as this poster child of crony capitalism, Western influence, um, you know, the patriarchy and the West and everything, you know, that's not socialist and communist, 
and the fact that Israel is a white Jewish. Remember, Israelites are white. So they're attributed to being white people. And because of the color of their skin and not really what's going on to them, all those groups are effectively saying, we're against you because our common enemy is the white man. It's, it's really, at this point, just the bonus that they're Jewish because they're already anti-Semitic. And that's why yeah. all the all the hatred and criticism of Israel, and I'm not hearing criticism, it's just pure hatred of Israel, it's all rooted in hatred and anti-Semitism and racism and fascism and all, all of that. They seem to, they like to make this little speech that, that, you know, Hitler would be proud of the Israelis for doing what they're doing to Israel. No, Hitler would be what? proud of all of you. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Hitler would be proud of you guys. Wait, is this the funny part where uh, these same people who uh, attacked Kanye West for being anti-Semitism, but now they're also hating on Israel and the Jews right now. But they were hating on Kanye before. Same thing. <laughs> same thing. Yeah, well, but Kanye really was being anti-Semitic. No, which I which I'm not disagreeing on that. But it's funny, like they they were attacking him for that, but uh, now yeah, they're yeah, exactly exactly like... exactly. See, that's that that's how the irony. That's why that's why intersectionality has always been the most funniest theory, the most hilarious theory to me, because it's like Hispanics and blacks have to hate the white man. Wait, but blacks are racist to Hispanics, and a black and president his... deported the most Hispanic immigrants in American history. What yeah. do you mean? The who's oppressing who at this point? Like, what is this? It's it's the biggest joke. They don't. It doesn't make sense because, you know, it, it, you know, history is not a tragedy. People like to look back and say, "Oh, it's such a tragedy." It's not a tragedy. It's 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 a story. It's a, it's an it's not a narrative, but it's a it's it's a novel. It's a story of how things became the way they are. It's not a tragedy, though. You know, people like to make this rom. They like to romanticize things, and you know, but it's not it's not easy. It's 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 bloody. It's complicated. It's not fun. Um, and often dangerous when you realize that what you thought was true is actually not. Um, it's part of life, yeah. So, yeah, I've always, I've always just felt that the support of Palestine is just unfounded. It's completely unfounded, and, and it's kind of shocking. I have these polls that I that I found um, that I kind of want to show now. Um, mm -hmm. Effectively, like what support of kind of just like highlighting the support people have of israel now so this is a a um this right here is a poll that was taken by jlp which is a british uh, polling service and they you know posted this on the daily mail uh the percentage of 19 to 29 year olds so gen z and millennials who has a positive or negative view of hamas and only 4 in 10 of 18 to 29-year-olds have a negative view of Hamas. That's pretty concerning. Wow. It's a pretty concerning thing. Where if you see this number, it's literally neither, the majority is neither, and don't know. There's this huge age gap right here. Between literally 34, like if you see right here, it's like most of these groups, half of them and more than half condemn them. They're like, yeah, no, these are these are terrorist groups. But then you get here, the 20, only 23% have a negative view. And that's how you get the 40. That's, this is where you get the 40%. Where 40, only 40% 40 
have a negative view of Hamas. I mean, that's a concerning thing. And we've all heard of, you know, effectively the, um, we've all effectively heard of, you know, the universities and the groups and, you know, Harvard pretty much. And that letter that was written by Harvard and Columbia and I think Princeton and other universities in America. And now all of a sudden, all these companies and law firms, because it's happening a lot of uh, law firms, a lot of law schools in like Harvard. Now law firms are saying, hey, you guys actually, we're not going to hire you because we don't support anti-Semitism. And, and remember, what's the main driver of that? Who do 18-year-olds, who do most 18-year-olds and 20 to 29-year-olds spend time around? Most of the people in that group spend time around college professors, teachers, who are yeah. teachers, college professors. They're all on their phones, following influencers, social media, and they're all paying attention to what? And they're all believing in what? In free Palestine. And so many of them, the majority aren't going to. I mean, you see, forty percent literally says, "I don't even know who the fuck." I don't. I don't have an opinion. I want to. I want to know who's the six and the four percent. I want to know. I want to know those people. And so you have literally forty percent. 40% and like 20% saying, yeah, we have a positive view of Hamas. Now the people who um, said neither or just don't know, just what the fuck don't, are they doing? They just, just, just don't care or just don't trust the media. I mean, yeah, exactly. What, what the fuck are they doing? What do you mean that don't trust the media? You just saw Hamas literally run into another country and just assassinate people on the streets. There are photos of people dead at bus stops. Bus stops. Yeah, but you but you still have a lot of people that just don't care. They just they see that they they saw what happened with Israel, but then those same people when Israel decides to go attack them, now is the now is the opposite. Now they support Palestine. But those so, are the people. Yeah. Those are I think that's more so the crowd that's in that that less you know that that's that's steering away from the negative view. I'm just saying, like, how do you not like have an opinion at this point? Like, how do you not know who Hamas is? At this point, is they just probably don't give a shit. Yeah, I think that's I think that's why we won. Um, yeah, you're probably right on that one. Yeah, but that this is concerning. I mean, this is another sign of the college indoctrination that's been happening for years now in universities. And I told you this last. I've been telling you this for a couple episodes now. Remember, the socialists since the beginning were anti-Semites, deep anti-Semites. And that ideology spread very quickly through the Arab world. I mean, there were prominent Arab socialist leaders. I talked about General, uh, uh, now I'm forgetting his name, but Nazir in Egypt, who was a Muslim, but he was also a dictator. I mean, this is not a new thing. And so, no, it's not. The, and so the, um, the new kids nowadays, many of them who are, you know, basically like Islam because, you know, they think Arabic is a romantic language, which bullshit, never. Um, and, you know, and then the Quran has like a picture of a star on it. So now they think, you know, it's all spiritual, but that's bullshit. And, and now they're like enamored by, you know, I guess Muhammad, an illiterate, you know, warlord, who war merchant, war, merchant warlord, who like couldn't read, but could uncomprehend the the, the 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 message from God like okay come on um before this turns into like me disproving it me criticizing the the Quran and stuff uh, yeah, no but it's like it's it's indoctrination 
I mean, there was a there was a post by a professor at the Chicago School of Arts, I think at the Chicago Art um, University, pretty much saying like you know free Palestine and you know that Israelis were pigs, say uh you know you know fascists that they all deserve to die that they need to be eradicated and then you know just had to apologize for it because she was gonna get fired. I mean, this is the typical college professor. They do not like Israel. Uh, and a lot of things. One, one, is, one is, at the end of the day, they can't make anything up. I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to hate Israel whether they do what they do or not. And it's because they're white and they're Jewish and they're anti-Semites and racist. And the socialism is, what dry, is the underlying ideology of it all, the Marxism. That's all the underlying ideology of Palestine, Lebanon, Hezbollah. And you know that, and you can confirm that by their friends. The friends of Hezbollah are Cuba, Russia, China, Soviet, the former Soviet Union, the uh, Venezuela, Bolivia, Brazil. These are all friends. Everyone who's not condemning the attacks are friends of these people. Now, you talked about the Saudis before the episode. Now, the Saudi prince that you have to care about is MBS. Anybody else who says anything is a joke. He calls the shots. And he's criticized the Israeli response. I don't. He doesn't like the attack in Gaza. Yeah, I, I just don't know who he is. But I, all I read was the uh, that that little statement right there. But you said you said who MBS? MBS Muhammad MBS. bin Salman, the young one, the young one that we always see wearing the typical. Oh, oh I think I know what you're talking about actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, right. He's the one that matters. He is the the he is the leader of the, of the of the of the Saudi kingdom. His dad is still the king, but he's just a puppet. It's him. He has won the... Ah, him. Right, right. Muhammad bin Salman. Yeah. He is the he is effectively the de facto ruler of Saudi Arabia. You, I know it. He knows it. We all know it. Even Joe Biden knows it because he fist bumped him. So, <laughs> yeah. So he's running it and he's already saying, I don't like it. I don't like it. And he's called off peace talks with continuing the peace talks. And I mean, in that other prince that you mentioned, who's irrelevant, but still, his point isn't, is that yeah, a lot of this, this, this was done because they know, they see Hezbollah, Iran, and Hamas, they see the progress, they see yeah. the fact that they're being alienated, in the in the in the hemisphere they've always wanted to control, because of U.S. because of one man, Donald Trump, and you know nobody, the man who talks about Florida will never admit to that because he can't, and if he did, his campaign would be over. Uh, because he would never be able to do that himself. He would never be able to accomplish that. And what he was accomplishing was let a peace we've never seen before. Within the kingdoms of the Jordan, Oman, Dubai, Egypt. I think I said Egypt twice. Saudi Arabia. Iraq. Even maybe Afghanistan. Maybe Pakistan, which, you know, is Muslim and sort of Arab, but they kind of feel Indian at this point, right? Mm-hmm. They're more so in that area of the world than they are really in in Israel, right? Right. So, um, yeah, I think I think they were I think they felt pressured. I think they felt pressured, and they were, and they felt like, hey, we have to do something to disrupt the flow because we're going to be alienated soon. And if we're alienated, the Russians or the Chinese have no use for us. I mean, Hezbollah is the paramilitary fighting force of the is of the of the theocracy in charge in Tehran. But that theocracy is hanging on, hanging on by a thread. It is, and and I think Russia and China, if they find them, if they find that the Iranian Iranians are useless, 
and have no more use for them, they'll throw them out. They'll throw them out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what they were concerned about because I think is, is Iran is in a very fragile point. Now, do I think we should do what Lindsey Graham wants to do is commit and go for full-out war? No. Um, but I was listening to Victor Davis Hanson, and he was saying that, you know, if this war does get out of control, he believes that if, 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 if Israel, if Iran strikes Israel and Israel engages now in a full-out war, I, he believes that most countries in the Arab world would be okay with Iran just being taken care of forever or Hezbollah being, being taken care of forever. Because I think people in the region feel like they're a nuisance more than a benefit. The constant mm. war. I think right. that in the region, I think a lot of countries in the region just don't like the fact that there was a huge proxy war in Yemen and still is, where three and a half million lives were just wasted because Saudi Arabia versus you know, Iran. And that was another one back when Obama was president that no, everybody wanted to shit on Saudi Arabia. And the only reason I kind of stood up for Saudi Arabia was why is nobody talking about Iran? Iran is the one causing a lot of these conflicts. Yeah. But nobody wants to talk about them. No, it's because it's because for some reason, for some reason, when Obama be, ran for president, he said uh, one of the most ignorant things among many of the other ones. But he was asked a question about um, would he open up talks with Iran? And it had been longstanding policy. I mean, the Bush administration barely talked to Tehran. They would just send warnings. But they never wanted dialogues. They didn't want dialogues with North Korea. They wanted no dialogues with Tehran. And that was kind of the same policy that the kind of Clinton had too. I mean, he didn't want to, he, they didn't really have communications. Reagan didn't talk to, no, it was just a, it was just a, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a fear. It was just a thing of we don't want to, we're not going to negotiate with, with active sponsors of terror. Like, we're fighting you. We're fighting your troops. We're fighting you in Iran, in Iraq. In Afghanistan, we're seeing that you're in places like Yemen and Somalia and in you know South America. Why would we want to have dialogue with you? Okay, right. Obama justified that by making this bullshit claim, and he did it in the debate. And and it it, it should be interesting to people. O Obama took three days to to make a statement on this, on this conflict. It took him three days. That should be interesting to people. This problem, this problem is the legacy of Obama. This one right here. The Hezbollah, Iran free-for-all that they have in the Middle East, where they're just running wild, getting money, you know, kidnapping and raping and etc. This is the this is a direct result of the Obama administration because they're the ones that decided to have open arms with with Iran. When they hired people like Michael uh, Michael Malice, and I mean Michael uh, Michael Malley, and um, uh, Valerie Jarrett, uh, Valerie Jarrett, and um, I mean and a bunch of other people that I mean Valerie Jarrett was born in Iran and raised in Iran and was on and was part of the group that wanted to normalize relations with Iran and give them all they did in the peace deal in 2015. I mean, that's the group. That same group is running, is running the foreign policy team for Biden today. And that's how people just ask him, well, how come he's this bad? I mean, he's literally the third term of Obama in terms of foreign policy. Well, 
and and so that this is why it's so bad. And he, he and he made a response, you know, and his response in that debate was, you know, Ronald Reagan and JFK talked to the Soviet Union. Why can't we talk to Iran and Palestine and Venezuela and Cuba and North Korea? And we can have open dialogue with them. And you know, in his response was, you know, oh well, Ronald Reagan talked to them, so we should absolutely do it, which is bullshit. I mean. You want to know why Ronald Reagan and JFK did that? They didn't want to. You know why? You know why? Because because the Soviet Union had 7,000 nuclear warheads pointed at us, too. That's why. Something none of those countries have combined. Right. No, that's... That's why we went to talk to them. Because we both had nuclear weapons thrown, pointed at each other. And we sent nuclear weapons to we sent nuclear missiles, ballistic missiles to Turkey, and they were sending them to Germany. That's why we. That's why they talked, because stuff was, wow. shit was hitting the fan. That's why we talked to them. You think Ronald Reagan wanted to talk to the Soviet Union? No, but he realized, hey, shit is gonna hit the fan if we don't do something. So we got to do something about it. But she was only hitting the fan because they they had nuclear weapons, not 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 some dude screaming Alu Akbar. That's not that's not a nuclear weapon. <sighs> Right. <laughs> so, wow, that's yeah. It's, it's that, that you... you did mention that um, that you think that the war is gonna die down. I don't know. I don't know if you've said it, but yeah, how, I did in the Yeah, but like, how how would it like die down? Like like, I how think, do you think that? I think the sides at play are going to reconsider things. I don't think that Hezbollah in Lebanon is going to want to overplay its hand. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to um, I don't think that they're going to overdo the military, the strike, the airstrikes they're doing at the Israeli border. I don't think that they're going to respond through Yemen. I think if they just got three missiles caught down today, like four hours ago. Now, oh, yeah. three, four hours ago, now, Hezbollah in Yemen launched three missiles in the in the in one of our ships. The U.S. ships intercepted them and just got rid of them. Mm-hmm. So that's something we have to um, we have to see the fallout of that because that's something new. So, and like I said, I don't think neighboring countries are going to want to fight with Hezbollah when they don't really like Hezbollah. Okay. So I think, like it might die down where Israel conducts this. They say, "Hey, yeah, we're done. We killed the people of Hamas. We we did what we were going to do. We're going to leave." I think. I think if they follow that line, I think it dies down. I don't think there. I think. I don't think it escalates in the way it will. And uh, I mean, I certainly hope it doesn't. Yeah. Well, let's just hope that. Yeah. So, but I think that may be it. I mean, maybe I'm naive, but I think the U.S. presence there. I think Egypt will then say, "Yeah, I kind of have to play ball with." I mean, these mother, these big ass ships are like right here, and um, I think, I think you know, I don't. Yeah, know they, they, they don't want to deal with that, right? I don't think if you've ever seen the um, the warships. Yeah, I've seen them. You've seen the the photos of the warships here. So we have, yeah, I did. Yeah. So we have like you know the. If I were them, I wouldn't want to mess with it. I mean, we have this right here, and then we have the. So right here, so here's the news article right here. Um, uh, 
you know, U.S. Navy warship near Yemen intercepted projectiles, Pentagon says. And so a U.S. Navy, the USS Kearney, operating in the Northern Red Sea on Thursday when it brought down the projectiles and there were no injuries. The intercepted three cruise missiles and several drones launched by the Iran-aligned Houthi movement from Yemen, potentially toward Israel. Washington is on heightened alert for activity by Iran-backed groups as regional tensions soared during the Israel-Hamas war. And that's the USS Kearney. Uh, we cannot say for certain what these missiles are targeting. Blah, blah, blah. And so they said that the warship was not the target, so that's one thing. But it kind of makes sense. But the U.S. has sent a significant amount of naval power to the Middle East this past week, including two aircraft carriers, support ships, and about 2,000 Marines. So mm-hmm. I think when these countries realized, oh shit, they just sent two thousand Marines, um, you know, maybe, maybe, just maybe, we shouldn't go too crazy. That's what I'm thinking. But that's maybe they, maybe they think there's two thousand um, call them uh, drag queens. Well, they, you know, that would be scary. <laughs> Scary looking, yeah, but two thousand of them running at you, yeah, trying, to, chest and, trying like, to kiss you lifted. and all that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, those motherfuckers could be like, "Oh no, Muhammad, please run with me back to the cave." This is haram. <laughs> this is haram. No, do not touch me, Bruce Jenner. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that would be um. Would Ooh. be terrible. Well, yeah, that would be. Um... Like I said, if I if I were them, I wouldn't want to mess with that either, because it's two warships we're talking about, and the extra two thousand um, men on ground. But let's see how it goes. Uh, let, let, let's just hope what you what you said is true. That it'll go that way. Um, but it's still gonna get ugly regardless. I think. I think you know. I think. I think another thing to be concerned about is just this new generation that we talked about. I mean, when 40% of kids, only 40% of them, I mean, that's the minority of them. That's like a majority of kids pretty much saying, hey, yeah, we don't, we view, only 40% of us view Hamas as badly compared to the older generations where it was 60, 70% of the generations that Hamas was a, had, they had a negative opinion on Hamas. That's a concern. That's a huge it is a concern. Yeah. And what do they know? They, they keep be... talking about. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, it's like this huge concern that these kids are effectively like gone. Like these kids have been ide- have been have been convinced beyond any reasonable truth, without any facts, that Israel is this apartheid state that is effectively the second coming of Nazi Germany. I mean. As if they're building camps, as if they're the ones. Um, Are you gassing them? I don't think they realize, <laughs> you know, Nazi Germany passed and had one of the most notorious, awful, horrific genocidal committed one of the most genocidal days in history. Something the Israelis have never done to the. I mean, Kristallnacht was effectively the day that it that that the Nazi Germany encouraged everybody who was non-Jewish in Germany to go out and, and, and antagonize Jewish Germans. I mean, I, think we, I don't think we forget that, where like 
thousands of tens of thousands of Jewish people were dead or sent to camps. Right. And yet these people who are ignorant yet think they're so smart are effectively just saying, oh yeah, no, Israel is just like Nazi Germany. They're, they're fascists and they're racist and they're genocidal. It's like, have you, have you looked in the mirror lately? The charter of Hamas, the group you're supporting and the group the Palestinians are hiding behind literally saying their charter that they want to get rid of the state of Israel. In fact, in their charter, they don't they don't believe in a two state two state solution. They don't believe that Israel has a right to exist. They do not want any non Arab Muslims living. One side yeah. wants peace, but the other one wants to eradicate. The other exactly. The other side wants to eradicate. And I would say this to correct what Joe Biden said. I would say this. Don't, like don't don't Palestine <laughs> the Palestinians or are you are are using Hamas is using the radical elements of the Palestinian people to rally support outside of Palestine and there, and that's a, the truth when you see all these rallies when you see all these people these all these and, 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 and pay, pay real attention it's men young men Going out in these rallies in London, in New York, in Boston, in Seattle, in Los Angeles, Minneapolis, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's all those men. It's young Arab men going out and saying these things and young, young, disillusioned, ignorant, young Americans and young blacks going out there and saying these stupid lines of free Palestine and Jews. For... Yeah, it's always the fat, ugly looking ones, too. Especially them. Fucking leeches. Especially them, and they're the ones out there in in this country that are have been convinced that Israel is this evil satanic state. And I would, I, they'll, I would they'll, they'll soon they'll soon realize when Hamas comes into our border, they don't give a fuck um, if we support them or not. They don't care. When you mean they're here already? Rashida Tlaib is a member of Congress. <laughs> and literally, yeah, Oman. Right. I mean, Elon Oman is liter has literally been a Hamas and Hezbollah apologist every yeah, single year right. of her tenure. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And so, <laughs> if I was Joe Biden, I would have I would have literally said, you know, Hamas is shielding behind a radical element of the Palestinians because this needs to be addressed. Why are the Palestinians cheering when the Israelis when the Israelis were bombed and in, in, in that attack happened? They cheered. They cheered. There were Palestinians out they in the do. streets cheering that this happened. There were people. You saw the videos. I've seen the videos. The people. Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw the video. Saying, yeah. saw we it. are Hamas. Palestine is Hamas. We are Hamas too. Hamas is yeah, Palestine. I saw that. That means something. That tells me that there is a large magnitude of the Palestinian population there and in America. That is in agreement with Hamas. That needs to be addressed by somebody at some point. Yeah. And if I was him, I would have addressed it. Because I think I think they, the Democratic Party is running into this problem of, holy shit, these young kids we indoctrinated for our side are crazier than we are. Yeah, it does look like it, yeah. I mean, there are, not only are they like, you know, yeah, they're, they're for the abortion and they're for the climate change, but holy shit. They want to get rid of Israel. They don't. They don't support Israel like we did. 
They want to get rid of it. They support the Palestinians. It's like, what the fuck do they even know? I just like how they keep talking about 75 years ago. When when they've been fighting for thousands of years. But they always talk about 75. And they're not even right with their um with the history. They just keep saying that Israel's colonizing. Colonizing what? Yeah, they didn't colonize anything. Yeah, they were brought there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Nobody knows that. Just like you guys, by the way. <laughs> They're not native. They yeah. mean, you're all not native. I mean, you've been there for, let's say, let's, let me do the math. They've Your parents been, been colonizing for, America. They've literally been there for like less than 2,000 years. <laughs> I get it. But you're not native. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the Polish aren't out here saying that the Polish aren't out here saying that, you know, Western Ukraine belongs to them. They're not. Oh, no. And it does belong to them. All right. Because they've had it for 900 years. They had it for about 900 years. Until the Germans and the Russians made a deal. Which is the other thing, which is the other hypocrisy. I mean, that's why that's the other, that's the other intersectionality moment. When you realize that the Ukrainian World War II veterans were actual Nazis fighting against the Soviet Union, which were friends with the Nazis and let Jewish people die. Like, two worlds meet and nobody knows how to choose a side. Because, and it's kind of, it's funny because I'm not really choosing a side. I don't really give a fuck. But it's like, if you if you hate Putin, you're on the side of Nazis. And if you like Putin, you're still on the side of, like, you know, Nazi friends. Because they were friends with Nazis until the Nazis invaded them. Which we don't get. It's like, they... They beat the Nazis. Yeah, because the Nazis started fighting them. That's the only reason they got into it. People don't forget that Stalin made a blood deal, made a blood deal with Hitler, effectively letting him murder millions of Jews, invaded a half of Poland. I mean, they literally, it's like splitting a cookie. Hitler literally just broke the cookie. It's like, yeah. here you go, Joseph, have half here of Poland. Take that. Take that and, and I'll have this mine. half of Poland. Yeah, exactly. Literally, that's literally what happened. And the, and the, and the Russians were all like, "You're gonna kill Jews? Okay. We don't <laughs> like them either. <laughs> we're just gonna look away and kill our own people because that's literally what they did. They just genocided their own people, right. like as if this is like not like it's it's. There's nuance and context to these arguments and these support and these teams people are trying to like put themselves on sides of. So it's literally when I see a Ukraine flag on a card, it's like you do realize you're supporting literal Nazis, right? Like the Ukraine support, the, the support for the Ukraine war comes from Western Ukraine, not from mm-hmm. the East. Right. The West is filled with literal like Nazi remnants. Right. It's uh, hilarious to me. Yeah, p- people don't know that. And the same all. thing is happening here, where they're literally on the side of a group that's. And I'm going to say it. I mean, Palestine and Hamas are the exact same thing. I've never had sympathy for them. That's the, that's one of the main re- reasons I've never had sympathy for Hamas or the Palestinians really, because they always like to pr- like cry about how they're like oppressed. It's like, bitch, you're the one you're the one pussying behind the Hamas. If you want to be if you want to be taken seriously, kick Hamas the fuck out of there. You know, I don't I don't disagree with you on that. I actually do agree on you uh, with that part. Have you seen the video where they celebrated and were cheering that nine eleven happened? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't like America. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you actually want to be taken, the regular citizens, the regular citizens don't like America. No, and then, they don't. And then they want to like come to places like Europe and 
Yeah, no, they don't like us. They don't. So no, I I agree with you on yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. disagree with you. They are the same. They're they the have same the, they have the same. Like, no, they have the same mindset. Them. They have the yeah. same mindset. They have the same ideology. Yeah. I do not support it at all. No, yeah. As as an American, where my my parents coming from India, we we don't support that at all. We've had our histories with Muslims, you know. I don't like the ideology. I'm not a huge fan of the government. It I do have Muslim friends. I do have Muslim friends. If they don't like me, then so be it. I mean, it should but tell you a lot when the countries that support them vocally don't want them in that country. They don't. Egypt doesn't want you in your country. Jordan doesn't want you in your country. Lebanon doesn't they don't want you. Want, yeah, exactly. Saudi Arabia doesn't want you in the country. You guys never been to Palestine yet. Yeah, you're over here talking about pro, pro, Palestine, oh, pro Palestine, free Palestine. Freedom, never been it's like, they, I don't think they want to be freed. Free them from who? Hamas? They don't want to be freed from Hamas. And don't you realize that Gaza has been has been like its own like Gaza isn't run by Israel. It's its own thing, and it's been its own thing for like years now. Gaza We've... is run by the you, and this is another thing. You do realize that Gaza that that water it, Gaza is a coastal city, and it has ports. Yeah, Gaza has right. the potential to be Singapore. Singapore is a city state. It's just like Gaza. Almost the same size. It's not big. They're doing, it's they're a doing city, it really. It's like, right. it's like ancient Florence. It's like a city-state, and it's extremely wealthy. Gaza mm-hmm. can be that. You know why? Because billions of dollars in, in trade ships and oil cross through, that, cross through that ocean, cross through those waters. Billions of dollars. But Hamas has never really talked about the fact, and in its charter, it says that. It says that in the charter, that they do not they are not focused on establishing a separate state next to Israel. They don't want that. That's what they said in the charter. They are not concerned with business. They're not in the. They're not doing this to create a robust economy like Singapore. They could be. They could be literally Dubai, but they can't because the no. people there are radical Muslim, sycophant extremists, and the people that support them don't know anything about that. I mean, look into it. Gaza has the characteristics to be Singapore or Dubai. It has it. It's a coastal city. It's a trade port where it can be. They don't want it to be, though. Hamas does not let it be because that's not their goal. They're not in this for that. They're in this for jihad, global jihad, ancient jihad. So I'm just going to... Not just Jews, but all... Not Muslim believers as well, yeah. Oh yeah, you're not building a. You're not building. I said this last episode. No. Do you think a Palestinian would let me build a, a Catholic cathedral in 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 uh, in uh, what what the fuck is their city Gaza or the other ones that they have? No, they wouldn't. So, imagine a Muslim world in America. Where the Quran and the Muslim ideology roams around in America, the, oh, the American just, Constitution, the American just, Constitution and ideology will not work at all. Just watch Russian Fit. They're really pissing me off with that shit, especially Sneeko. Oh, want be ass motherfuckers. Yeah, Biko's always been. Like, Honestly, yeah, Nino, they really pissing me off. Yeah, they're all motherfuckers. I mean, did you see Devin, uh, De- uh, Donovan uh, Sharp? 
You know he's married to a single mom, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, and he's always he's talking shit about, and she and she has videos. That white woman is a single mom, and she he talks shit about. You know he submits to me. Wait, wait, wait a second. The alpha man submits to a single mom. <sighs> Free Palestine and the single mom. <laughs> Yeah, it's always been bullshit to me. That's what I was like. I mean, the fact that people buy and pay their shit is bullshit, man. I would rather you pay for OnlyFans than pay them. I would much rather you do that. Much rather. You know why? Because there's no bullshit involved in that. And I'm not, I don't really give a shit about the OnlyFans. That's why I don't give a shit. It's like, I just don't want my daughter doing it. You know what I mean? Well, I kind of care, but yeah, I get I get. No, I'm just saying. It's like if if you're gonna pay twenty bucks for that, I'm like, bro, just pay. I don't know, pay some some like some hot bitch, like for the only pay and, some and fucking giving... prostitute. Pay yeah, some prostitute like... at the, at the no, corner. No, but I'm street. saying like like <laughs> just because they're like they're like the two evils. It's like them or the OnlyFans, right? Because that's who their enemy is. It's like that the free OnlyFans versus the free uh, Fresh and Fits. Yeah, and so. Right. Yeah, so I'm like, I'd rather I'm on I'm on team OnlyFans at this point because these motherfuckers are cringe as hell. At well, least I know what I'm getting with team OnlyFans. They're stupid, they're hot, and they're and they're filled with silicone. That's I'm okay with that. At some point they're gonna shut up, but the fresh and fit don't. They just keep talking about how women are like bad for them, but they wish I don't know. They're just. All right, back to Hamas. <laughs> well, I mean, we're kind of done now. I think, I think I ran out of the time. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, you, you, you guys, you guys already know my idea. I, there's no way in hell that I will support any of this stuff. We already have our criticism when it comes to Israel, but uh, yeah, no way in hell we can support that kind of ideology. So, yeah, yeah, it's like the criticism of Israel, like that you mentioned. It's like. That's why I brought up the fact that all these peace deals were coming along because I really believe that is that Iran, Hezbollah, and Hamas were threatened by the fact that they were no longer going to have the political support or economic support of countries surrounding them. Yeah. Right when they're signing peace deals with Egypt, Oman, the Dubai, uh, you know Jordan, uh, Morocco, you know, and all these other countries, that's concerning to Iran, Hezbollah, and Hamas. That's why yeah. I thought, you know, that's what's like the criticisms were kind of going away until this happened. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's, it's kind of an interesting thing to to point out. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 just a it's it's a sad affair when um um realizing the fact that this was all preventable. You know, if Donald Trump was president, because although I don't, I'm not really sure at this point. This would have also been preventable. This would have been also well. I'm pretty sure, like, even if Donald Trump was here or not, it, they're still gonna fight regardless. Yeah, like they've oh, been fighting for so long, so that, there's definitely no peace at all. I feel like maybe something would have something would have happened. Something might have popped off. This could have also stopped if um, Israel um, didn't ignore it when Egypt told them that. Uh, Bingo. That's another one. Yeah, which is it's like it's like hold up. Like, what were you guys doing? You guys heard that there going to do something yet you decide not to add any defensive protection or none of that so it, to me it just feels like this was all planned they they planned this all out but it's uh, i don't know it's it's just me saying that Is it, yeah i know uh, we talked about this i think the first time this was brought up you know it's like uh, they want this to happen it's like israel is the most has the most heavily fortified borders in the world 
Like, like yeah, and the technology is so advanced, you and guys don't know that. A bunch of like fat, you know, random, you know, goat fucking Alawak bar dudes just screamed across the border and like ran into Israel. Like, I find that very hard to believe. This yeah. is this isn't the Mexican. Uh, this isn't the southern border, guys. It's not wide open. Yeah, I even saw uh, a video of like how um, Hamas was using ramps to push down the border. Uh, yeah, they were finding ways to pass over. You know, so it's I, I don't know. It, it's 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 a lot of questions that needs answers. Yeah, but you know, every time there's a video against Hamas, <clears throat> all the Palestinians are like, "What is your evidence for that?" It's like, what do you mean exactly. evidence? There's literally like, there's literally journalists. Oh, but whatever happens, back. but whatever happens with you guys, you guys just gonna believe oh, it. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, no, that that's. Oh, so I. Get, where's your evidence that that Israel's doing that? Yeah, it's oh, what happened. It, it's what happened when people are so one sided. If you're one sided, your emotions rises. I mean, you see it with Ben Shapiro, which is understandable. Exactly. You know? That was a good point. I forgot to mention that this episode. You know, both sides are having these you know emotional fanatics. Yeah, well, it's, you know, yeah. Ben Shapiro. At the end Muhammad. of the day, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like Ben Shapiro versus Muhammad Hijab. You know, both annoying as fuck. Right, right. And and they both can't make any sense of it because, you know, Muhammad Hijab says I do condemn Hamas, but he's leaving out the big caveat which he knows, and he knows it. He's just slick, or he thinks he's slick. It's that he and I know, and you know, and I know, and I know that he knows that I know that. Hamas and Palestine are the exact same thing. Point blank. End the fucking story. That's like it. Like, stop, stop ignoring that fact and shoving it behind. Because yep. it can't be that there's there's massive sex. Like, why are they so opposed to the fact that Israel is replying to a terrorist attack? Was Israel just supposed to take it? That's really a question that's not being asked. We're just focusing on the, do you condemn Hamas? But what about the no no? Why are you angry at the fact that Israel is is striking back for a terrorist attack? What should they have done? I want to know. When this happened in twenty twenty one, you guys were you know all up on it and trying to say, oh, justice, we're trying to fight back. Hamas attacks them first. Israel attacks them back. Now you're all angry. Now you're calling them terrorists. Yeah. It, now remember, it's... last time it was because they did they did this. Hamas did it too. Yeah, I forgot Hamas how it all that. started. Hamas, yeah, yeah. Hamas launched the missiles, and it was intercepted by the um, by the Iron Dome. But wasn't it also like election problems too? Election problems. Yeah, like something happened with the elections, and Israel kind of like. Well, th that wasn't a reason for the war, but that was just internal. Like that, that was just like strife. part of it. It was just part of it. That happened like afterwards. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that that happened like after and before. Like, there's been moments. So there's like hot, you know. Yeah, but that was like another problem that they've. So Israel's had its fair share of problems, you know. Yeah, but um, we're gonna keep uh, you know, keep on, uh, trying to uh, record more frequently in terms of, so you guys can get the freshest um. Updates on what's going on. Let me just check right again before we finish this up. Um, if there's anything, check what we'll here on what's happening. Live coverage here. Wall Street Journal has been pretty good on you know if there's any. Um, let's see. President Biden said that American leadership is what holds the world together. 
the Israeli military continued its airstrike on Gaza, and it was preparing for the next phases of the war. I mean, he's not wrong about that. Mm. No U.S. troops in Ukraine, but some in Israel. Yeah, it seems like... Um... Yeah, potentially there might be there. Let's see. Virginia Hotel cancels banquet for Muslim groups citing threats. Shortly before President Biden denounced Islamophobia and other kinds of hate in an Oval Office speech, the Council on American Islamic Reforms, or a Muslim advocacy group, said that a Virginia hotel canceled its October 21st banquet citing multiple terror threats and that the group found an alternative location for heightened security. Aw. You mean so that they can go and criticize and uh, they can defend Hamas some more? Isn't that great? <laughs> Americans Biden tells Americans that supporting Ukraine and Israel is vital for US security. Well. Well. Yeah, it seems like that's it. Let's see let's see latest updates. Okay, a let's see about military uh, casualties. More than 1400 Israelis have died since the Hamas assault began. The in Gaza officials say that the Palestinian death toll is more than 3,785, including what they claim is 471 people they say were killed in the hospital blast. Israel says that 203 people were taken hostage by Hamas, an increase on its previous number. Yeah, so that's um, a U.S. warship near Yemen came under a drone attack on Thursday following attacks. Following attacks on two military bases in the Mideast. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, you, you can't really expect them to have peace, honestly. Yeah, it's a long-term, and it's a spiritual and cultural problem. You know? Yeah, right. Um, religious, too, so that's why it's very difficult to get anybody to agree. For the Muslims, really. I think the Israelis are... There are people in Israel that I would criticize. You know, I've seen the videos of them saying, we don't want any more Palestinians. We want this all to be Israeli. It's like, nobody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I, I've I've even I've even seen uh, a video where they were insulting Christian women too. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. So it's they're not perfect. Our, that's why I'm not that big into this problem. It's like I'm Catholic. All right. When the Crusades are when you guys want us to come in again, we're we're here. The Jews the Jews weren't the ones fighting in the Crusades. They're the ones running away. The Catholics were right. the ones fighting against the against the Muslim invaders in, in that era. Like. We, we've been through our crusades, okay? And we won. That's why they're all salty. Salty. Yeah. Yeah, when the, when the Spanish kicked the Muslims off of Europe and kicked them out of Morocco. What time is it? I think we're already past, like... Yeah, we're, we're done here. Hour 15. So, um, again, hope you guys liked this episode. Like, subscribe, click that notification button so you can keep up with our newest content. And there's also the Patreon where we might be doing a, well, we usually do like, you know, an exclusive episode, only $5 a month. Link is down below in the bio. And I hope you guys see us next time. Uh, yeah. And see you next time. Bye. Stay hella racist, y'all. Bruh. <laughs> hella racist. All right. See you next time, guys. <laughs>